This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 1020, IELTS Writing Assumptions to Avoid on Clubhouse. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, we share expert IELTS answers to assumptions heard on the new social media platform, Clubhouse. Listen in to make sure you avoid these pitfalls. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Aubrey. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you today, Jessica? I'm 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 good. I'm a little I'm a little tired. Oh, you had a busy weekend. Busy weekend. <laughs> busy weekend. Um, James turned ten, which is That's big. A milestone. That's like the first milestone birthday, right? There's ten, then sixteen, then eighteen, then twenty-one, and then just marking the decades. I think, right? right? For sure. And ten's a decade. You've been alive tens a decade. A de- this I is do. a big deal. <laughs> it's really fun. cool hearing him and his friends talk about it because we did have a little um, birthday gathering at an outdoor park. All the kids still wore masks. All the adults were wearing masks. Everybody is still so careful. But this was the first birthday party in a year that all these kids have like been to, right? So that's a big deal when it's been a year. It's like, we're so excited to see our friends. (laughs) Totally. That's a big deal. So it was so cute hearing them talk to each other though, because like our one little friend Harlan, he's like, like, they're so serious, right? Um, He's like, you know, I, Ted is really the first time I felt different on a birthday. Oh. I feel so much older. And like, they're oh, that's so very serious deep. about it. Yeah. <laughs> they're starting so to cute. really think about their lives and where they're going, what's going on in the world. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, so guys, we want you to think about your lives and where you're going and where to spend time on social media to learn about IELTS and English. So guys, we are going to answer a couple questions today that Aubrey came across um, in her time spent on Clubhouse. Aubrey, first of all, before we get to these amazing uh, student questions that IELTS students, guys, we know you guys have these questions. You are going to get amazing insider advice today to help you. But before we get to that, Aubrey, what is this thing called Clubhouse? Yes, you guys, if you haven't heard it yet, it's a new social media platform that is audio only. Um, so there's no video at all. There's no like chatting or texting on there. It's to go into a room and you can listen to the speakers or come up on stage and practice speaking. So it's so great for language practice. I go into Spanish practice rooms and French practice rooms and English practice rooms as well. And I'm an expert in there giving advice and helping out. And it's so fun. It's a real, really tight knit community. Very close. It feels like family. 
family. It's actually very addictive. People spend yeah. hours and hours. People are like losing sleep because they're in there. Oh, so no. as an FYI, it's only available on iOS right now. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have an iPhone, you can access it through an iPad. If you have an iPad, even if okay. you, yeah, if you don't have, if you have an Android, but have an iPad, you could still um, get into Clubhouse. The tricky thing is it's right now it's by invitation only. Mm-hmm. So you go in, make your profile, and then someone needs to invite you. But it's really spreading like wildfire, especially in um, some countries. So I think it's going to start getting to where most people you know will have an invitation to give. Because once you're in there, you have a few invitations to give out. So I'm excited for it to get bigger and bigger. I think it will. It's very user-friendly. And it's such great language practice. They're using it for all kinds of things. I went into a room where it was like two senators talking about it was like all of their political constituents. Whoa, and there no were way. thousands and thousands of people. They were talking about how to stop um, anti-Asian hate in yeah. the South, in the United States. And it yeah. was awesome to see people feeling like their voices were heard at that level. Right. That's so beautiful. I don't think it's going anywhere. I think it's going to be around. And we now have an All Ears English Club, you guys. So definitely get on there. Join the All Ears English Club. And Lindsay and I will be there every week on Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time to chat about the episodes from All Ears English that week. And it gives you a chance to practice speaking, practice using the vocabulary, the idioms that we're teaching you or the grammar. And it's fun to hear your voices and such a great chance for you to practice speaking English. So come join us on Clubhouse. That's so fun. Um, Guys, this would be such a great thing to add to your IELTS study plans. You know that um, we are big fans of organized learning, intentional learning. So you actually see progress, guys. So don't, you know... We can't put stuff off like this. You can't be like, I'll figure out how to practice speaking next week or whatever. This is a great thing to do right now, guys. Um, Figure out your way into Clubhouse, guys, and join that All Ears English Study Club. I love it. Um, So Aubrey has seen a few IELTS questions on there, and we're going to answer these today. One is about grammar and writing, because you know April is writing month here on IELTS Energy. And the second question is also about writing, but a different sort of perspective on scores Mm -hmm. and trying to game the system, if you will. So let's get to this first grammar question, Aubrey. What did you see on Clubhouse? Yes. And as just as a quick note, you guys, if you're in Clubhouse and you're going to see um, people talking about IELTS, there will be rooms where you can go in and get advice about IELTS. Definitely look into their background. Make sure they were an IELTS examiner, that they really know what they're talking about. If there's anything you're not sure about, if it contradicts something we teach you, you can email us the question, support at allearsenglish.com to double check. Make sure you're not getting incorrect advice because just like online, there are all kinds of people that would say, I know about the IELTS exam. You want to make sure you're getting accurate information, right? Okay, so this first question is... um, A student was saying, I think that what I really need to focus on, she was saying, if I can focus on my grammar and really learn well, um, you know, past perfect and present perfect tenses, then I know I can get a higher writing score. And so I had a conversation with her and wanted to make sure she understood that, like we say all the time here at IELTS Energy, you don't want to waste too much time focusing on the grammar. There are other parts of your score that you can increase more easily. And it can take a year to really understand those grammar forms well enough to boost your grammar score. You might end up wasting a lot of time. Um, This is 
you know, this is trying to stick with what's easy as far as how you think you should learn best. Like, we, we, we have been taught languages through grammar worksheets, and that's how we're comfortable learning, in quotes, when you're not actually learning the language by figuring out the past perfect tense, guys. Um, don't, you know, don't, you can waste so much time studying grammar rules and like practicing a structure that honestly you will never use on the test. Like that's the first thing, guys. Past perfect, you're, you're not going to use it. <laughs> Natives rarely use this tense. You guys don't have to perfect this tense, guys, because you're not going to use it on your essays or in your speaking answers. Um, past perfect is so specific, right? To describe something, an experience that you don't specify when, but it happened before something else in the past. Like, it's so, it's so convoluted that even native speakers will like mess up sometimes when yeah. they're trying to formulate that. Well, sentence. and the misunderstanding there is you know that the scoring system, the grammar, that you have to use a variety of grammar structures. And you might think that that means lots of different kinds of interesting and difficult tenses. That's not actually what that means. You have likely heard here on the podcast, if you use um, compound sentences and complex sentences with your simple sentences, that satisfies that need for a variety of grammar structures. Yep. So, and not only that, you've heard us tell, tell you this before, you cannot just use any grammar tense you want because it's it's complex. They have meaning. And you can, if you use them wrong, your grammar score actually comes down. You can't just throw them in because you know they're difficult and it'll increase your score. Exactly. I've seen students do this. There's all these like have hads, you know, throughout their essays and none of them are right. Um, like Aubrey said, guys, there's no choice when it comes to verb tense. Okay. It's not like a parallel expression. It's not like a synonym. You can't choose a higher level way to express this idea. There's no choice, right? Time is time. You can't change it. Um, and tense reflects time. And again, like you can't get creative about that. Okay. Your verb tense choice is either right or wrong. There's, like, right. there's nothing else. So um, I do, however, there is a little sort of caveat here. Um, present perfect is worth studying and making sure you're using correctly because we do use that all the time. Um, and it is worthwhile making sure you understand when to use it, guys. Um, the most common way we use present perfect is just to describe a past experience when, again, we're not saying when it happened, but the experience is very important, right? We're introducing an important experience. So you can really see this in speaking part two, for example, right? Describe a time you um, had a problem while traveling, right? So you'd be like, I have been to so many countries, but I haven't had many problems except for this one time. And then you go into past simple because you're giving details about a specific time in the past. So Understanding when to use present perfect like that, I think, is useful. It's strategic. It doesn't take a lot of time, right? Because it's a That's very specific key, right? way we use it. Exactly. Yeah. 
Right. Exactly. So yeah, you can plan on using it to introduce your part two answer very high level. If you're asked about a book you read recently, definitely throw that in. You know, you're prepared, right? You can say, I have read so many books this year, but the best one was right. And you, you, that won't take you a lot of time to plan that present perfect way to introduce that part two answer, but don't waste hours and hours learning every present perfect verb. It will take way too much time. It's going to waste way too much time. Awesome. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Um, and before we go on to the next question, guys, let me tell you that like, Aubrey and I teach so many students one-on-one in our private coaching sessions. And we'll, we can tell you guys that the problem is never grammar, right? Student, you guys always right. think that it's grammar. Like students are always like, you know, it's the grammar is the reason why my speaking score is low. Grammar is the reason why my writing score is low. And it never is, guys. Like, <laughs> um, you're probably going to get a six for grammar. Um, if you get a seven, that's awesome. It's rare, but it happens. But guys, like, that's that's not the problem. <laughs> It never is. So make sure you are working with an IELTS professional who can tell you how to spend your time effectively to actually change your score in a real way, right? Not just learning a little grammar rule. That's not going to change your whole score. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next question. Okay. Second question. So um, uh, someone said that they, they just said, I know I cannot raise my writing score. I know I can't get a high score on writing, so I'm just going to focus on speaking, listening, and reading, get as high scores as I can there that will boost up my overall average. And I immediately was like, no, you can get a good writing score if you have strategies, if you understand the scoring system, if you know what you're doing. Definitely, it's worth taking that time to also get a seven or higher on writing. Because if you get a five on writing, it's pulling down your overall average so much. And that could happen if you just totally leave that aside and don't work on it at all. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What a sad place to be. Like that's, you know, just, just to say like, okay, I'm giving up on writing. Just forget it. Like that's so, that's terrible. Um, and guys, like keep in mind that all of your scores, all of your language skills are connected. Like it's impossible to say like, oh, I'm just not going to improve my writing score. Um, because as you're studying to improve your overall English, as you're reading the newspaper, as you're learning vocab, as you are, you know, um, practicing transition phrases and stuff like that, these are skills that help in so many ways, including writing. So I think it's impossible just to give up on one whole category. Um, and like, and that's just, that's sad, isn't it? Well, and I can see um, sort of the other way where if students are thinking, okay, my writing skills are going to automatically improve as I'm reading and as I'm learning this. And so Good we'll just, point. hopefully my score will be high enough. I'm not going to learn this scoring system for writing. I'm not going to learn specific strategies. That also is, you know, it's sad for me and kind of devastating because it won't take you that much time if you know what to do. If you have template sentences, if you know some transition phrases 
phrases to use to boost your cohesion coherence score. There are specific things you can do that will boost that writing score. Totally. Much more than than you can learn from just reading, right? Exactly, exactly, guys. Um, you know, we you need to you need to focus on improving all of your scores for sure. You can't give up on anything. Yes. And this happens a lot also at the other end of the spectrum, right? When students give up not because they think they can't improve it, but because they already got great scores in one or two categories. Right. And then they're like, oh, I don't have to practice that. I'm, it's fine. I'm just mm. going to focus on speaking because that was my lowest score. And then they go to their next exam and their other scores decreased because they, they didn't keep practicing. Right. So Good point. it doesn't matter where you are at with your scores. Right. You, you, you need to be consistent with, with all four sections. You need to be consistent with, reviewing with practicing, right? For all four sections every week before your exam. So we mentioned this, um, we've mentioned this recently, but it is so important, guys, to be organized in how you're studying for IELTS because it is a part-time job when you're really dedicating yourself to getting a seven or higher, right? So make a study plan or get our three keys study plan, but you have to be organized and intentional about how you're spending your time, right? Because we don't, we don't have time to waste. Yeah. And there's a lot to do. So you got to get organized guys. Um, Another tip here to include in your study plans, guys, is to follow us on social media. There are so many quick wins you can get every day from All Ears English, and a lot of them are IELTS tips, if not general fluency tips, right? That will help you anyway. So guys, follow us on social media. We are on, we are everywhere. We're everywhere. (laughs) We talked about Clubhouse today. We're on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Um, And of course, subscribe to this podcast, guys. We have a lot of interesting projects going right now. Bonuses have been coming out. More bonuses are coming out soon. So subscribe to this podcast, guys, so you don't miss a bonus and you don't miss a free lesson three times a week, guys. So subscribe. Yes, exactly. All right, guys. We will see you next time. Thanks, Jessica. Have a good day, Aubrey. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.